I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome. Like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome. Like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Hello and welcome back to a podcast, maybe not the one that you're thinking of listening to. <laughs> it's me, Dan, and I'm here with... We're doing the. I, I have an old quote. Oh, I, I don't have a quote. I have a ton of old quotes. This is actually. all staying in. This is, <laughs> yeah, it's definitely well, it's good. Uh, here, I'm going to get my old quote because I've been waiting for months. Yeah. <laughs> I don't even know where the hell my quotes yeah, are. Anymore. How does my phone work? I've oh been sitting in this God. basement waiting for you guys. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's me, Dan, and I don't have a quote this week, but I'm here with, as always. Oh, uh, my <laughs> name is Casey Lyons, and. And they even let the birthday boy fly the plane. There were no survivors. <laughs> My name is Greg Legro, and let me just recap right now. It's Brainy Gremlin, Spider Gremlin, Bat Gremlin, Lady Gremlin, Googly Eye Gremlin, Electri- Electricity Gremlin, Hulk Hogan's going to be in the picture. I'm going to throw in a Gremlin myself, Vegetable Gremlin. Just write it up. I'm having so much fun. It's going to be an actual film. Now i got to go put some cowboys back into Back to Future 3. Sayonara, y'all. <laughs> oh, my God. And I'm Dan again, and I found my quotes. <laughs> Someday you'll have my children. In fact, they're in the car if you want them. (laughs) This is not See You Next Wednesday. You may be expecting it, but uh, this is an announcement before we release a new episode of Time Bandits. Uh, We will be relaunching Time Bandits, and so you will eventually have to move over there on the RSS feed, but today you get a whole episode in the See You Next Wednesday feed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So why are we doing this? Because we don't have time to do See You Next Wednesday right. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) The whole crux of the show is uh, we can't do it right right now. If we can't do it right, then we shouldn't be doing it. It's about having a life outside of your home, which we don't have. We don't have. As soon as our kids are a little bit older and we can go to the movie theater like regular fucking people, then we'll get back to see you next Wednesday. But in the meantime... Uh, I don't know. Maybe people don't remember that we used to do a podcast called Time Bandits. Maybe people didn't even notice we were gone. Maybe. Yeah, <laughs> yeah Time Bandits. We go back in time. We talk about movies. We talk about a little bit of music. Yeah. 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 If if you are listening to this and you want to go hear all of the, the episodes of Time Bandits and the new ones, just make sure you go to anchor.fm slash time dash bandits. Mm-hmm. So you can find us. And the fun thing about that is if you go to anchor.fm forward slash time dash bandits, you can on your phone send us a voice message to Time Bandits. And mm. you can be like, I disagree with you. I want you to cover this movie, mm-hmm. etc. I think you guys cetera. sound cute. Yeah. yeah. That type of thing. <laughs> yeah. Before we jump into the episode, do we want to explain the differences in the new Time Bandits? Um, yeah, it's a little bit different. Yeah. We, want, we aren't going to have a guest for every episode because no. we can barely get together ourselves. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and we used to do 
movies and albums celebrating a 25th anniversary. Oh, yeah, but, but times have changed. Yeah, we started it because uh, we, it, it originally was a segment on See You Next Wednesday. Yeah, yeah, 1987 was just full of great shit, great <laughs> movies, fun things to talk about, and so we started doing the uh, 87 throwback segment on yeah. See You Next yeah. Wednesday. But our show was getting, it was too much. Like, we were talking about too many, <laughs> too many fucking things, so we're like, let's just do another show. Yeah. This is what people with no kids say. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> and uh, so, yeah, we, it was great. We had a lot of fun, but then we slowly didn't have time for that, and, and here we are now. Yeah. Um, so we aren't going to have guests anymore, uh, but we are going to have the three of us. We're still going. We're starting in the in that decade because it's the yeah. most fun. It's the VHS boom. But so we're starting at the beginning of the decade. We're starting yeah. in 1980, and we will not be doing a full album review uh, every episode. Instead, each one of us is going to pick a song from the month of the release of the album we're doing. Uh, and have one song that we talk about that's going to go on the Time Bandits mixtape playlist, which will be released monthly as well with the episode. Yeah, it'll so be you in got the a notes. playlist you can listen yeah. to, and it'll have the three songs we talk about, plus another, say, eight to ten, just as a little playlist yeah. for you to listen to, just of stuff that came out in the same month as the movie yeah. we're talking about. Give you something to listen to for the month on top of the episode. Yeah. Yeah, which is going to be good. It's going to be great. And if you are starving for that See You Next Wednesday content, you know, we've been lost in time for a really long time. Mm-hmm. So before we go back in time, every episode we'll say one thing that we are thankful for <laughs> in modern pop culture. Or, yeah, it'll be an itty-bitty, yeah. itty-bitty tidbit yeah, committee. that's right. Yeah, if we're watching so something. Like and, kinda, yeah, yeah. Feel, it'll still feel like us. Yeah, totally. Yeah. Yeah. So, it'll still be three idiots who don't know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> you know. So that URL again is anchor.fm forward slash time dash bandits. If you're on Spotify, type in time bandits, you'll find the feed there. But otherwise, go to that URL. You'll find uh, everywhere that you can find us. Mm-hmm. And otherwise, enjoy the episode. <laughs> Hello and welcome to Time Bandits. Time Bandits is the podcast where we go back in time 40 years to the year 1980. We will talk about a movie from that year, a little bit of music from that year. It's the Ruby anniversary. My name is Greg LeGrow and I'm looking at Dan Gorman. What's the score, babe? Two million <laughs> dollars, that is. Neat. I'm moving my eyeballs over here and at the end of them is Casey Lyons. What's the score, babe? Podcaster zero, technology even less. <laughs> Oh, well, here we are, back yeah. in, uh, lost in time for many moons, <laughs> thwarted by technology in our first attempt to do this correctly. <laughs> yeah, yes. and if you're listening to this, we did it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. if not, then we'll... Oh, see you <laughs> another day. Yeah. Yeah. Technology <laughs> beat us. So, uh, we are back with Time Bandits after a very long hiatus. Yeah. It's been a couple of years. Mm-hmm. We've been lost many. in time. You two look terrible. Yes, <laughs> I... <laughs> feel terrible. <laughs> I am. <laughs> I've retained my youthful looks. Yes. Oh. yes. So we're going to be going to 1980. 40 years. For this season, we'll call it, I guess. And then we'll move on to 81. It'll be a little bit different if you remember the old show. No guests, just us three. I'm not going to do a full album. We're going to talk about a song each at the end of the episode that will be on our monthly Time Bandits 
mixtape playlist. Yeah, check the notes in Ooh. the release. You'll see yeah. a link there to the Spotify playlist. You will. Give you something to listen to. Mm-hmm. For our See You Next Wednesday listeners, we will still be doing some tidbits off the top, talking about some current things that we yeah. like, one yeah. thing each, and then we get in a time machine and we get the fuck out of here, man. Being lost in time has made us fond for the things that we left behind, so we'll talk about something that we've been listening to or watching now. Here's a thing. Yeah, what's up? I'll go first. Okay. <laughs> So we just got past the Oscar season, yeah, and you know there's been a lot of great movies that have been highlighted, some greater than others. Yep. I'm going to talk real quick about a movie that I think deserved to be nominated for things and wasn't. Mm-hmm. It is a film from 2019 called The Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. Oh, and is that a LaBeouf joint? Yes. Yeah. So it stars Dakota Johnson and Shia LaBeouf, and it also stars a actor named Zach Gottsigan. Yeah. And this is a young man with Down syndrome. They were the, at the Oscars together. Yes, they presented together. And the directors of the Peanut Butter Falcon met him at a camp for actors. And Zach really wanted to be in a movie. So they wrote this movie around him and around kind of his hopes and dreams of being an, a star. And then they got uh, Shia LaBeouf on board and, and John Hawks and Thomas Hayden Church and many other people. And it's just this story about uh, this fisherman who meets this young man who has escaped from an elderly home where he is being taken care of by Dakota Johnson because it's the only place that they have for him. And uh, they go on like a little journey. And it is really great because it it doesn't condescend. And it, it is kind of one of those movies where... You know, they go on a little journey and they learn about themselves and stuff. But Zach himself is just so amazing in this movie. I felt like he should have been nominated. It's funny and it left me feeling really good, left me in a really good mood. And I felt like it was well directed. It's just a really great, solid movie. And I just think it was overlooked a little bit. And so if you're in the mood for kind of a, a sort of funny drama, this is a really good one. It'll make you happy and it'll you know lift your spirits a little bit yeah i've only i've only heard good things about might it. make you shed a single tear but yeah it's really charming again zach is so good and so funny and i think one of the reasons why it works so well is because shia and zach have this great chemistry and you can tell that they are kind of building the movie around zach in a way that lets him have these kind of real moments on camera where he, you know, is a little bit unpredictable in his line readings and maybe unpredictable in the things that he says. And then she has to kind of just go with it. And it's really charming and really fun and really honest. And yeah, it's a really good movie. He plays a guy who uh, who loves wrestling, right? Like he wants yeah. to be a wrestler. He wants to be a wrestler. And Thomas Hayden Church is this kind of wrestling character he really needs to go see. Mm. Um, yeah, and so they go on a journey to get there. Yeah, it's mm. really charming, really good. Definitely deserved a little bit more. Like, I don't think it would, like, take home Best Picture or something, but, like, a script nomination or Zach, it would be really nice to see him zomp. Yeah, I just thought it was really good. That's nice. great. So check it out. Peanut Butter Falcon. Okay. It's worth checking. Casey? What? You got a song for us? I don't know. <laughs> maybe I, maybe sing I a little jingle. Yeah. Do you want to sing us a little song? <laughs> Peanut Butter Falcon. <laughs> <laughs> the most delicious of all the birds. <laughs> uh, no, I uh, yeah, my little thing. I'm gonna actually switch it up. Okay. Uh, my little thing that I'm going to uh, uh, f- from current day is I've been listening to a podcast. Yes. From Wondery, and it, you know everybody loves Wondery podcasts. They're, it's like the biggest thing these days.
days. But their latest podcast is called We Crashed. It is fucking wonderful because mm. it's basically about this guy who came uh, from Israel to uh, New York really wanted to be an entrepreneur and so he started uh you know he had a couple failed ventures and then he started WeWork, which is basically yeah. a uh a shared office space kind of a deal and it's basically about how a dream and a vision when uh you know improperly executed can just go so horribly wrong <laughs> and it's absolutely wonderful and entertaining and this guy is like dude what are you doing but then you, you also see a type of personality that excels at business and generally it's sociopathic but uh, mm. <laughs> uh but but it's a type of person who's not afraid to fail big yeah and when somebody who's kind of less less experienced with that kind of goes oh that that's what i need to do but doesn't have the shit to back it up yeah then everything can go horribly wrong <laughs> this it's it's a really fascinating story so i uh yeah i highly recommend Sweet. we crashed we crashed all right right on we crashed yeah greg uh well i want to tell the story of the time that uh, my wife and I met up with Dan Gorman at 9.30 in the morning to smoke weed and watch Cats. Yes. Uh, <laughs> it happened. The movie. Yeah. yeah. Not, not the <laughs> animal. Like, oh, yeah. it had just been Cats. Look at these cats. Yeah. be even better. Yeah, it might have, might have been better. Uh, I don't smoke weed all the time, but no. every once in a while. And hey, it's legal. It's legal so now. Fuck Why off. Not? <laughs> Nobody was... Who do you think is judging you? My mom. <laughs> the government. <laughs> That's not true. My mom smokes weed. I was going to say. <laughs> it was the Christmas, it was Christmas holidays, yes. 2019. Yeah. Uh, my daycare stays open while we're off from work, which is the best because we drop the kid off and then off you go to the movies all the time. It's very good. Caught up in all kinds of stuff. Saw some Parasite and some 1917. It was nice. great. Mm -hmm. and, and, but I needed to know what was going on with the Cats movie. It was like the first like week or so that it had been out, too. So I really like all the critics' reviews were so fucked up. I'm like, yeah. this we sounds got... like a fucking <laughs> flaming shitstorm, and I need to know. Yeah. You don't get the treat of something this bad that often. You got to go experience it. Exactly. So, and I'm glad we did. <laughs> I'm glad we did, too. We met from the theater at 9.30 in the morning, yeah. smoked from a pipe, and went inside. Yeah. And here, here, here's the thing. Two things about this screening that stick out in my mind. One, it was the three of us and one, one other person. Lady, yeah. And I felt really bad, like, because we were laughing and stuff. We were yeah. not very, uh, we weren't, like, loud or anything. But no. I wanted to be louder, but I was making myself... I was very concerned about her, yeah. too. Because yeah, I was like, yeah. maybe this person yeah, just wants high. to... Yeah, because you're yeah. yeah, yeah. And maybe, What if she knows, man? Yeah, but also, like, I don't want to ruin her theater experience. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah, I just want to enjoy cats. Yeah. I did not think anyone would be there. Yeah. I was fucking stunned that somebody was there <laughs> and alone. Then, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. You can ruin her time. Yeah. She's, she's not living her best life. <laughs> and then the second thing she is... She deserves it. We, weed wears off. Yeah, yes, it sure <laughs> does. In the middle of the movie. Or it doesn't hit you enough. That was Athena's yeah. problem. She's like, I wasn't really high, so... Yeah, <laughs> yeah like in the middle of the movie, I was kind of like, now I'm just watching... Cats. <laughs> <laughs> um, so thankfully, though, for that, it is totally insane. Mm -hmm. um, I've never seen cats before live or anything like that, so I didn't know anything about the story or the fact that there isn't or a, the story, lack of a story that you just meet cats for yeah. a whole lot of time. Which is and then delightful. One of a magical murderer, it seems like. What? Which one? Uh, Mistopheles? No. He's, I, I, he's, I, he's wonderful. Is he? <laughs> well, he seems like he's a good guy. Yeah. He's not wonderful. Uh, <laughs> no, Idris Elba? Yeah, McCaff yeah, McCafferty. McCafferty? Yeah. Is uh, that one? 
Yeah, yeah McCafferty. Because so, they all want to die. That's the thing. Is they're having like a big talent show, yeah. and then winner gets to, get to fucking die. Go yeah. up to the <laughs> yeah. big junkyard in the so sky. Everyone introduces themselves and sings their little jingle, and then he like, whoa, he like Thanoses them away, right? Yeah. Like they turn into dust. I thought they were all dying. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? But he disappears with them too. Mm-hmm. And then somewhere about halfway through him, like we've seen him disappear a couple times, he starts saying something every time he disappears, like McCafferty. <laughs> he says his own name once, McCafferty. Yeah, McCafferty. But they're not dying. They Sorry. just go to a, a boat. McCavity. McCavity. Oh, okay, that, yeah. I recognize McCavity. Oh, and McCafferty is too big of a jump from McCavity. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, oh. what? Uh, McCafferty is not a cat's name, you idiot. <laughs> McCavity. So they aren't dying anyway. He's just whisking them away to a barge. Uh, where they got to wait out the talent contest so he can win it. Which I don't know what he, why. I really liked experiencing the names, having only really heard yeah. like what, like I knew Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, that was the only one I knew. Oh, but God, I it's really so stupid. I really liked that. Like okay. Jenny any dots yeah, yeah. fuck off yeah. like like please yeah. for the love of god and i was off. so and i'm just i remember being so incredibly confused trying to wrap my head around just the opening cuz how many times they said jellical cats and yeah. i was like what does that fucking mean what does that mean what does it what does it mean yeah and they never really get into it and Athena and i were like is it Angelical, evangelical. Yeah. What are they talking about? Then later, like a week later, I saw that Jellical was spelled with a J. Yeah, and I was like, I don't know what anything is yeah. anymore. No, well, what it's it supposed is, to be like? Oh, you're just a dear old cat. D- like, well, yeah, it was T. S. Eliot's young niece. Yeah, no, I know that whole thing. Is yeah. that where the Jellical and, came from? Too? Well, yeah, because it's supposed to be like she was trying to say a dear old cat or a dear yeah. little cat. Yeah, she just and, really and, missed the mark, and she, the kid was a fucking idiot. <laughs> Turns out. So it comes from the kid. Yeah. yeah. The kid said, oh, you're... J-, and T.S. Well, T.S. Eliot was also a delightful little imp, and he was like, okay. ooh, it sounded like she said jellical. Mm. Yeah. That, but, <laughs> yeah. That's, but that's so stupid. Well, Don't write it into so many songs, or uh, if you're not going to explain what it means. And th- this is the thing, like... I also made fun don't call of a cat Rum Tum Tugger. Yeah, yeah. No, like, like I made fun all. of Jenny Any Dots, and obviously the the Cats musical gets all this stuff from T. S. Eliot. Yeah, like I'm gonna go back to the source and say that sucks. Like I'm not just <laughs> making fun of the musical. Yeah. That's oh, no. a dumb name for a cat yeah. for T. S. Eliot to the have made. The whole thing <laughs> should never have happened. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and then it's just then it's just I, I was amazed with how much. The first thing you see is a silhouette of one of these little kitty cat people, and it's uncomfortable right away. Yeah. Yeah. And it never stops being that way. Yeah. Every Everyone you look at, you're like, I don't like this. Yeah. yeah. All of it. And Because you everyone's... wanted to fuck those cats. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, it is. It's a very, they're all, it's, they're all it's got a horny vibe, this movie. That's what I keep hearing. Yeah, I keep yeah. hearing Everybody's that it's so like, horny. I'm fuck somebody. And I'm like, <laughs> how much of that is you putting on, putting that on the movie? No, they it sends his no, vibe up. they're horned up. Yeah, they're, they're really horned yeah. up. There's a lot of shoulders. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, for the listeners at home, Greg just made a little shoulder move, and now I'm horny. Yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> it, it's, it was really disconcerting when Idris Elba's character, who wears like a coat the whole yeah, movie, yeah, yeah. took his coat off, off and yeah. even though every other cat looked like he looked like, yeah, it was it oddly very shocking. Naked. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Now they don't have like little cat balls and stuff. You no. know? <laughs> I wish. Which, well, you know what? I wouldn't. When they were flipping around and stuff like that, and I, I, I you were like, I wish a cat was, dong was flipping around. <laughs> <there>. <laughs> were so, but aren't cat penises really weird? Yeah. I wish a weird cat <laughs> dong was flipping up? around. There. Uh, <laughs> So, yeah, the little red <laughs> lipsticks coming out. Um, do 
Do cats have dicks yeah, like they dogs? The, <laughs> they've got the same thing? Yeah, they have a dog Because listen, I yeah. know what a dog's dick <laughs> yeah, that, looks like. That's a really interesting piece of trivia. People yeah, don't no, know no. that cats it's actually have dog thing. dicks. <laughs> <laughs> they steal them. <laughs> and one, <laughs> I don't know how to bring this up, but anyway, at some point while I'm stoned watching this, I'm like, I know they're because they're rolling around and being whatever. I'm like, oh, they don't have little kitty buttholes. <laughs> <laughs> it's just all fur yeah. and then I was mad at the movie because I was like like, why are you making me think about that and then also like am I upset or happy that they don't have buttholes yeah. <laughs> I don't know why I'm thinking about the yeah anyways well the... because a cat's butthole is fairly prominently displayed well yeah on you, a regular yes, cat yes if you own cats they got that stupid it's like oh, the yeah, second it's, thing you notice on a yeah. cat it's so prominent it's right where their it. butt is and I, I, I don't know if I would have been happier if they did have buttholes Probably not. I still am laughing at just the idea that they're so prominently... <laughs> Why? Just because it's there where their butt is? Yeah, yeah. their tail is in the air <laughs> as if to go like, here, look up here, now follow the tail down. Oops. There's a surprise, there's a surprise in the yeah, end. What's this? Is that a penny? No. <laughs> what kind of pennies do you have? <laughs> Weird ass looking pennies. <laughs> So the cat, no, I, I would definitely notice the lack of a butthole. I don't think I would lobby to for have buttholes. <laughs> you know, somebody included. somebody's like, "Where's the butthole?" <laughs> well, Some executive. Yeah. Like, this movie's hey, bullshit. Yeah, yeah. You want to hit or not? You can get some buttholes in this movie. <laughs> that's what the main problem yeah, yeah. is. Fascinating, fascinating yeah. how bad it was. I thought about it for weeks. I, I liked Rebel Wilson, and she was terrible. Everyone's in this movie. terrible. Mm-hmm. Ian McKellen's terrible. Yeah. Judy the only Dench is terrible. Li- literally, the only thing about this movie that is good is the one song, Memories. When yeah, that but, song but, plays, you're like, okay, this is a Broadway song. It's beautiful. At the end of the movie, when Judy Dench breaks the fourth wall and stares at you. I loved it. I was so uncomfortable. I'm I like, loved Get it. Get me the fuck out She's of like, here. Here's what's up with cats yes. and some. <laughs> Don't do yeah, They're cats, not dogs. Cats aren't dogs. <laughs> That's the point of the show. Cats ain't dogs. Bye. Wow. <laughs> what a twist. Yeah. I wish it did terrible. Yeah. But I, I implore anyone listening, you watch this movie. Get some when friends it, together when, when watch it turns cats, up streaming. Pretty fun. Yeah, yeah. Pretty have entertaining. A, invent a drinking game. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Yeah. Just see how long you can last. Yeah. You can make it to the end. You know you've won when Judy Dench looks into your soul. <laughs> <laughs> tells you that cats aren't dogs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Wow, I All had right. no idea. It was a good time. You don't get that too often. So, uh, 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 a mistake that enormous. Yeah. yeah. Thank you, Hollywood. So go check out Cats. Go listen to the podcast. What was the name of it? We Crashed. We Crashed and check out the Peanut Butter Falcon. Yeah. These are things that we love from yes. right now. Right mm-hmm. now. But right now sucks, so let's get into a time machine. Okay. We're back, so obviously we start with the DeLorean. DeLorean. Yeah. You don't the go classic. anywhere. Though. Yeah. yeah. Hop in the DeLorean and let's go back to Oh, that's a weird noise. Uh, uh, I was thinking about those cats. Uh, time travel feels so good. good. Everyone brought their buttholes? Yeah. yeah. Here I we are. Extras. In 1980. August of 1980. Mm-hmm. You know, we could have seen anything in the theater in yeah. August 1980. Could have seen uh, Smokey and the Bandit 2. Too Smokey, Too Bandit. Yeah, yeah. Gotcha. <laughs> Um. Uh, here, where's my where's my list? You mean your listings, your movie my listings? Mo- I'm looking through the. Yeah, we got the a newspaper, newspaper right here. in 1980. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
just opening up. I was just reading the comics. I'm sorry. Yeah. So yeah, oh, I saw Garfield's butthole. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, we could have seen the octagon. Oh, uh, nice. Uh, Chuck Norris Chuck narrating Norris. his own thoughts. With whispers. Yeah. What's that over there? Is that a ninja? That's a ninja. Oh, my God. I don't feel good. <laughs> so thirsty. Xanadu. Oh, yeah. Maybe Big we'll have to come back going. this month. Yeah. I've never seen that. Yeah, well, maybe we do have to come back here. Yeah. What's Loose Shoes? Oh, the poster oh. has a tongue. Loose Shoes is one of Ooh. those uh, like Kentucky Fried movie style yeah, yeah, yeah. goof-em-ups that had a oh, Bill, Murray's Bill in Murray it. in it briefly. And he was on right. the VHS of like all the covers, even though he's in it for like one second. Anyway, it has, it's like a bunch of fake trailers, yeah. I guess. Yeah, including There's movies called Skateboarders from Hell and The Invasion of the Penis Snatchers. Yeah. What? That's hilarious. <laughs> they took their dicks. Yeah. Yeah, like body snatchers, except all they did was take the dicks. Okay, well then, did it, was it replaced with a, yeah, ex- did, did a, they, a an exact copy but evil dick? Yeah, did they become <laughs> the people's dicks? Is the person the same and only the dick is now Do the dicks an make alien? that <laughs> noise? <laughs> um, is there a pod phase? Yeah, where's, <laughs> where's the dick gestate? <laughs> Guys, in the corner. Anyway, there's problems with this that's movie. A, that's, maybe that's a movie we'll see sometime. But we didn't see any of those. We didn't talk about it at all, but it was a, it's Star Wars out there with yeah. the rise of Skywalker. And so we're back in time to check out a nice Star Wars knockoff. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. I've called Battle Beyond the Stars. Ruthless invaders, a defenseless planet. Battle Beyond the Stars. A lone youth escapes on a last-ditch mission that begins at the edge of the universe. The story of a boy who finds more than he expected. (laughs) Does your species have kissing? Oh, yes. We have that. Battle Beyond the Stars. Hell yeah. Roger Corman joined. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. By Directed by Jimmy T. Murakami. Jimmy T. Starring Jimmy T. a lot of great people. This is a star-studded This is a pretty, pretty big uh, cast going on here. Richard Thomas, Robert Vaughn, George Pappard. Tons. This is a stacked yeah, cast. Julia Duffy. Sybil Danning. Yeah. <laughs> Is yeah. anybody Julia yeah, Duffy? No, she's yeah. so, I love her very much from uh, New Heart. Yeah, I always yeah, had yeah. a crush on Julia Absolutely. Duffy. Absolutely. And in case you're wondering, it is a battle beyond time and 
beyond space as well as beyond the stars. Yeah. True? <laughs> no, not really. <laughs> it's not yeah, even that's beyond not the what stars. Happened. It seems yeah. to be like right there amongst them. Yeah. yeah. My my score, my opening score, two million, that's the budget for this movie. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest for a Roger Corman uh, production at the time. Right. Yeah, they really were going for Star Wars with this. Can yeah, I tell really can I tell oh, <laughs> do you yeah. think they mm-hmm. were? But like Corman would maybe make something they made a lot of ripoffs that were lower budget. But it yeah. was like, we got to put some money into this because this could be the one that yeah. makes a lot of money. And uh, written by John Sayles. Yeah. Written by John Sayles. Mm-hmm. Music by James Horner. Yeah. That, yeah. that kind of shocked me. Let me tell you something about that $2 million. It's all there up on that screen. <laughs> yes, mm-hmm. sir. It, maybe it's not used as well as it could be, no. but it's all there. But listen, could have been much worse. Because now I've seen this movie full disclosure. Yeah, I've seen this movie before for another podcast that I used to host with a couple of assholes. I don't want to get into it. <laughs> Where it was picked as a punishment film. Yeah. yeah, and it turned out I really enjoyed it. Yeah, because mm. we were just like, "What's a Star Wars ripoff?" Here's yeah. one because yeah, it was yeah. a Star Wars thing. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I mean, those assholes did that. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> right. All right. Spoiler alert. Dan and Greg were the assholes. <laughs> and I had not seen this movie until this podcast and watching it i was like this movie rules <laughs> yeah <laughs> seriously rules it's pretty good a good chunk of that is john sales because yeah. if you look at john sales his credits he just makes these movies that are so economical and so just exactly what they need to be like you go watch alligator you're like this is the most badass alligator movie that's ripping off jaws that it needed to be. It just yeah. rules. Yeah. Or you go like, watch Piranha, you're like, that's exactly what this movie needs to be. It's funny, mm-hmm. it's entertaining, it has awesome stuff in it, and then it gets out of the way. Well, yeah. th- that's the thing. The plot of this movie is very slight. Yeah. Uh, I, there, I can't even remember what well, it was. Well, there's an the, evil warlord yeah, yeah. who wants to take it's over a, a peaceful planet, yeah. Yeah. and so one of the denizens of that planet has to go and amass a team yeah. to fight yeah. uh, this evil warlord. Yeah. And, and and so, and that's it. And that that is literally literally exactly what happens and yeah. like they 10 go, minutes into the movie yeah it's just like okay we got to go do this yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then they go and do that they amass these people and then they go and fight the guy the end yeah that's yeah. literally yeah, yeah, yeah. it but there are also really fun concepts yeah. um amongst like the, the people that they meet like there are fun concepts as to who they are and what they're uh, yeah. alien races about and everything sure. like that 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 lends so much color to an otherwise yeah absolutely a to b plot yep. totally um th- that it makes this a really fun thing it and it is helped by the fact that like you're saying every time you meet somebody it's like a new type of person with a new history that's hinted at with a new effect and a new creature and yeah, a new, yeah, yeah. it's just always introducing things that are like the new shiny thing where you're like hey that's cool yeah yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. and you're like yeah. oh that's cool and See, then, that, and that then, was a problem with cats there's just one cat after another yeah. where this is like more <laughs> aliens to meet so when they stopped meeting aliens and go to you know do the thing i was like oh i wanted to meet a couple more aliens <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um but but it's uh so yeah like it's it's absolutely very slight and and shambly. It looks low budget. Well, they got the cast, and the ships look good. The space yeah. well, stuff looks good, but the sets, the actual places they are, look yeah. garbage. Those look terrible, <laughs> but like the external shots of the ships, they, they look like a, pl- a bunch of plastic pieces glued together. Yeah. But in a cool way. Like they're glued yeah. together cool. They look like cool ships. Yeah. Especially the Nestor ship, the 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 bright kind of green glowing one that looks kind of like a traditional UFO. Yeah. That thing is pretty good. The dope. shabbiness of it is 
a plus, I feel like. Absolutely. Because, because it feels almost like a stylistic choice. Well, I think there's some background to why it's so shabby. <laughs> like, because a lot of people know that James Cameron was involved in this movie, but there's some fun behind the scenes story of like people were getting fired and he just was like getting like knocked up the rung yeah. and so it was like I feel like he just kept having more and more that he had to do yeah. <laughs> and then had it, like all of a sudden he has to do everything and you, you get that sense with how cut corners some of the stuff looks like but in that way where you're like it's charmingly passionate yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And, and, and like they they use things they use a marked lack of budget to great effect sometimes so when we meet robert vaughn he's just sitting in a black room yeah. in like a black <laughs> void with some stuff around him. Yeah, yeah yeah but then they make up a fun backstory as to why that's true I know. and you go oh cool then now his character has a lot more depth than his character should he's he's a hero but a dark hero yeah and, and he's just he adds just enough color against the backdrop of like the nesters which is yeah. like this cool hive mind of yeah. uh, of beings <laughs> i got a question though about Robert Vaughn in that chair. Is he just sitting in that chair all day waiting for somebody to come? <laughs> yeah. Because he's alone down there with some like rotting robot hookers. Yeah. And that's and... why that's why he joins up. He joins up to, to fight the evil warlord because he's like, nobody likes me and I'm <laughs> yeah, really yeah, yeah. lonely. But does he sit in the chair all day like, oh, time Stare to get to the, the chair wall. and wait and see if someone shows up? Yeah. Well, it's been a while, I feel like. <laughs> I think he heard him come in and he was naked and like crying somewhere. <laughs> oh like, shit, I gotta <laughs> get in the chair. <clears throat> Yo, yes, here I am. <laughs> I'm ready. I'm ready. Hello. <laughs> yeah, because I've yeah. just been sitting here. I wasn't uh, nothing uh, with nothing with the prostitutes. Yeah, <laughs> definitely not. Don't worry about them. Well, speaking of prostitutes, yes. uh, if you like boobs, yeah, this is a movie for you because <laughs> the spaceship God, is I lo- boobs. Yeah. I love that spaceship. <laughs> yeah. Well, it's like three things. It's like boobs. Yeah. And a turd. Yeah. And uh, the the flathead guy from Star Wars, uh, Mammon Nadon, yeah, is yeah. him too. Yeah, it's yeah, a bit of yeah. a hammerhead shark with tits. Yeah, from the front, you're like, hey, that ship's got tits. Yeah. yeah. So from the sides, like, hey, those tits took a shit. <laughs> <laughs> we have to stop podcasting. Now. Yeah. From the front angle, it almost looks like <laughs> testicles. Well, that's what I thought. I was like, oh, it's a ball sack. And then, uh, and then you see it again. You're like, oh, man, that thing's titty. <laughs> this movie has depth. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> And also, yeah. it has a booby lady. Yes, yeah. who who's I don't I was confused by her boobs because yeah, yeah. there's like with the way her her outfit is cut, it's cut right across where there should have been a nipple. I don't know where that <laughs> nipple went. Yeah, yeah. But yeah, she looked like a He Man character. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she was great. Yeah, and there, <laughs> this movie was a lot more sexual than Star Wars. Yeah, um, there's oh, a lot yeah. more talk about mating and stuff. Yeah, 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 yeah. Apparently, the ship Roger Corman was asking James Cameron about his design for a ship, and James Cameron was like, "It's a ship with tits." Yeah, and then, and, and then Roger Corman was like, "You're in charge of the ship. <laughs> You're my ship guy. You're hired. I'm my ship guy." Yeah. <laughs> That's so crazy. I know. Like, there's a direct a quote. It, it, it's a spaceship with tits. <laughs> what the fuck? Okay. Yep. yep. <laughs> you win. Yeah. You win the bid. Because of this movie with the James Cameron connection, apparently he met his future wife and they co-produced to get they produced together Terminator and Aliens. Gail Ann Hurd. We yeah. kind of have this to thank for some dope movies. Yeah. On top of this movie being good. Uh, so yeah. So basically, that's all this movie is. Oh, but also, I mean, just in case you didn't get the very subtle Star Wars, uh, like, th- this movie is full of wipes. 
Yeah. This movie yeah. is just wipe, wipe, yeah, yeah, wipe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Diamond wipes. We got yeah. we got wipes that Star Wars hadn't even conceived of. Yeah. It's just really delightful. And I, if I saw this movie when I was a kid as a noted not not a big fan of Star Wars child mm-hmm. I feel like if I had seen this I I would have spent a lot of my life being like Battle Beyond the Stars is better than Star Wars sure. the same way that I I go like Monster Squad is so much better than Goonies cuz that's the one I saw yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I just feel like this movie for a child like a little boy that likes space and stuff tits. Uh, and tits <laughs> what else would i have needed <laughs> uh I, I have to ask you guys if you've noticed this and if you yeah. didn't i implore you to go back especially in this movie i made a, a startling revolution revolution did i yeah you uh, made a revolution, revelation. I, made a revolution. <laughs> I overthrew a government mm. <laughs> made a revelation about richard thomas harris uh, john boy i made a startling discovery about him when he was younger just look at his face he looks identical to Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> it's fucking insane. Watch this movie again and just look at his face and I swear to God y- you think that He's you're looking at Scarlett Johansson but just with the little thing on her face. Mm-hmm. Alright. <laughs> it's crazy. Did you guys know Bill Paxton was one of the carpenters on the set for this movie? Oh really? Just like hanging out being like hey, Bill Paxton <laughs> I'll help you build these sets. Wow. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So then I guess maybe that's where uh, Terminator. Yeah. yeah. I feel like this movie is the like such a confluence of people that just happen to then go and yeah, yeah. make so much amazing <laughs> yeah. art. Hey, and this is also likely where uh, James Cameron met Earl Bowen, who then became uh, yeah. the gross face-licking doctor in um, Terminator 2. Yeah. 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 The stuff that I read about James Cameron in this movie w- was he didn't go home, he slept on the set, put all of his effort into everything. to go home, and then he fucked that space. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I feel like a lot of what makes this movie charming is that idea that he was so involved behind the scenes. Now, there's that point where there's the two guys flying around being dicks and they're the bad guys. Yeah. Yeah. And I didn't like those guys. No. Well, they, and, well, no, they turn out very horrible. Um, <laughs> so, but there's one point where they're chasing uh, uh, John Boy's ship and uh, then they decide to call it off because they don't have to, they should go back to their post and there's like, well, because our orders were do this. Well, yeah, well, remember, remember Lobo, he disobeyed orders and now Sador is wearing his foot. And I was like, what the fuck did he just say? <laughs> wearing his foot. But then later they put an arm on, he takes an arm from the other guy. So, yeah. Did they talk about this? Did I miss something? No, I think it's build- just. I think you're just supposed to uh, catch on to the fact that John Saxon sometimes steals your body parts and put puts them on him. Right. Yeah, <laughs> but that was a cool. That was a cool little thing. Yeah, um, like, yeah. No, I didn't when they mind put the arm on, I was logic. into it. I, I, just the foot thing. I was like, oh, uh, what? <laughs> I like. I like the fact that when they put the arm on him because it was part of the hive mind people. Yeah. they could control the arm, and right. that was kind of cool. Nothing became of it. Like, there's a no. lot of cool ideas that aren't really fully realized or used because basically, in the end, you know, most of our our people die. Like yeah. most of the our ragtag group die. Yeah. Without really contributing much. No, no. But, you know, on the plus side, scotch comes out of uh, George Burpard's belt. Yeah, yeah. It's a belt <laughs> he, of scotch. He, yeah. He, he... <laughs> yep. I have to go to sleep for a while. Uh, 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 yeah. He, he basically pees scotch. It really and looks soda. like he's peeing into a cup. Uh, yeah, and then drinking it, which is fucking awesome, <laughs> it's by the way. Great. Right? 
<laughs> and I'm so confused by him. Like, I mean, th- this is a great little like. We need like a Han Solo. He was like that. He's like a cowboy. He's like, yeah. we need the cowboy. So but like, you ever we'll noticed- call him cowboy, and yeah. he's a cowboy. He's a cowboy. <laughs> he has a fucking Confederate flag on the side of his fucking ship. Yeah, it's, fu- it's bananas. <laughs> and also, fuck? they're like, we need like a Han Solo. But my main problem with Han Solo is that he wasn't 68 years old. Yeah, <laughs> please get George Perpara. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, all the, the people they go and get, you got cow- the space cowboy. Mm-hmm. Former mercenary who's very, very sad, Robert Vaughn. Yeah. Uh, you have your hive mind people. You got Green Lizard Man. Yeah, he's in, he's got an interesting story, too. Yeah, yeah. Where he was, he's just like a mercenary who will kill people for protein yeah. or whatever, but because <laughs> he has a vendetta, like he's yeah. about to kill the main love interest. Yeah. And uh, he's like, oh, you're fighting John Saxon? I fucking hate that guy. Let's go fight him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. And then she, uh, he, she's the first one he meets. She lives in a spaceship with her dad and a bunch of robots and has never met people before. One of the robots is like a Teddy Ruxpin. She throws a cassette in his chest and he starts singing some yeah. crazy song. I was like, this, this that rules. was weird. <laughs> and, awesome. and then he shows up there and then he has to go talk to the dad. And the dad is now like cyborged himself. But I thought it was really funny. He walks into the room where the dad is and he's in like a big cone thing. And then it opens like a like a flasher. Like yeah. he's like, look at Hi. Sorry, let me just show you what's under the robe. <laughs> you should bang my daughter. Yeah, and he, he literally was like, oh, no, hang out. Fuck my daughter. Please. Yeah. Because there's a lot about, about procreation in this. Like, there's a lot specifically about, you know, propagating the species. Yeah. Doesn't, doesn't he want, like, to, like, in, inhabit that space station? He's trying to, like, repopulate the space station? Is yeah, that he just wanted yeah. some yeah. kids around. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just needed somebody to yeah. fuck his his daughter and yeah. and yeah. then he ends up I, I think he ends up fucking the daughter anyway so yeah 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 I really liked the inclusion of Nell the ship oh the yeah, sassy the ass the ship sassy the whole, ship yeah I couldn't tell if Nell was the whole ship or just that jack-o'-lantern at the top but yeah I just loved she's, all of the interactions yeah, with Nell it was mean. so yeah, yeah. She's really mean it she's very protective of Shad yeah. Yeah. but also mean but yeah. also she's just like also I kind of felt like why didn't the ship just go and do this yeah this <laughs> Ship rules, go do it. Because ninety percent of the time, he yeah. was like, "Ah, there's an alien there. What Help. should we do?" And the ship's like, "I don't know. I'll just shoot him. I guess." Yeah, yeah. I got it. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you're a fucking idiot. Yeah, you're you a piece can't of shit, do Chad. anything. Chad, whatever, Chad. Yeah, you're a piece of shit. Yeah, my own, if I have one problem with this movie, it's that when Robert Vaughn died, why was there jam all over his face? <laughs> it did look like food. It was I thought that very thing. As yeah. hell. Like, did his whole face explode and that's how he died? Yeah. I also liked when, when Chad meets the hive mind people. Mm-hmm. They make him point his gun at his head and whatever. And they're like, we, but we see you had no intention to use the gun. He's like, did you did you read my mind? And they go, among other things. I'm like, what? Did you read my did you, dick? Did you look at my dick? <laughs> we read your mind. We read your dick. And we read your bottle. I know you could read my mind. Meow 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 meow. That was pretty good. I was like, that was very suggestive. Yeah. What did she? What did? What did you do? I don't want you on my team anymore. We snatched your penis. Look down. It's somebody else now. No. Was that the the penis pod? I read that this movie. Because in classic Corman fashion, it costs a lot of money. He was going to get his money worth. There's a lot of other movies that use this movie. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> yeah. If you go watch Space Raiders from 83, there's a lot of Battle Beyond the Stars in that movie. Oh, really? Yeah. And uh, I guess they also used footage from this movie in Star Quest 2. 
Dead Space, Forbidden World, and uh, they sh- they showed a clip of it in Bachelor Party. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I think they also used uh, some of Horner's score in other movies. Like we're gonna this this score rules. We're gonna use it everywhere. Well, <laughs> well, I take issue with that because the score does not rule. <laughs> it's so basic. I like it. It feels like he was just learning. It's fine. Yeah, I mean, it's fine for what it is. But yeah, it's fine. Yeah. yeah. I liked it. I thought it was exactly the Star Wars ripoff that it needed to be yeah, in music just as well. The, it's a Magnificent Seven. I like at the beginning when the big Sador ship shows up and their alarm crystal goes off and everyone goes, huh? <laughs> and the ship comes in above them and they're all looking up at it and Chad goes, what is it? It's a big fucking spaceship, Chad. <laughs> it's a spaceship. You've got one over there. You, you have know, those. You know how to fly spaceships, you yeah. fucking ding-dong. <laughs> yeah, it's like if you saw a car. What the fuck is that? Well, it's a car. I've just never seen a green one. <laughs> anyway, I got to get in my Acura and leave. <laughs> <laughs> my blue Acura. Oh, man. And the people, when they're coming in, and they're because there's still a little satellite up there, too. Then there's two guys, and they're like, oh, we got visitors. And the one guy hailing is so, it's like he's so needy for <laughs> like someone to come over. Oh, I love that guy. He's he like, was hey, so friendly. Hi, hey, buddy, what's going on? Welcome to our planet. <laughs> yeah. Who's there? Can you stay? Come inside. <laughs> I wrote in my notes, because I made notes for this, which I didn't <laughs> yeah. apparently use at all. Friendliest astronaut. <laughs> nice. Which, I, they're not astronauts. I don't know why I wrote yeah. that, but he was so happy yeah, to yeah. be doing his job. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I liked him. Do you guys think this movie would be as good as it is if they had used the original title, Battle Amongst the Stars? Well, oh. that's what it is. It's not beyond the stars. The no. stars aren't back there. No. no, they're all around. Yeah. Uh, I just thought that was funny. Yeah. Well, we got to change this title. Yeah. <laughs> what? It used to be Revenge of the Jedi, now it's Return of the Jedi. Ooh, mm-hmm. We changed we that name, t- too. Yeah. <laughs> Ooh, we're just like Star Wars. <laughs> Did either of you see this at the, like when you were younger? Uh, no. No, no, I okay. saw it. no, no. I remember the 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 box. Yeah, the I saw box yeah the tape sure. a lot, but I never actually watched it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah it's delightful. Yep, it's yeah. a lot of fun. It's what? not a movie. Now I've seen it twice, mm-hmm. and it's it's not a movie you need to see twice. But no, uh, no. that okay. So that plays into something that uh, I wanted to talk about. So we asked people on our Facebook about yeah. their thoughts uh, of this film, and the first one was Jeremy. Mm-hmm. who said his only comment beyond welcoming us back is that isn't this movie just lovely it's so damn fun and Papard is a space cowboy mm-hmm. but also friend of the show Carlo asked us a Mary fuck kill question oh and then mm. and then uh, one of his answers was a weird one so I added another one so that they were all Star Wars related yeah but he he wants to know if we would marry fuck or kill Star Wars battle beyond the stars and ice pirates and oh. to your note there about rewatching this movie, mm-hmm. I think my answer to this is that I would marry Battle Beyond the Stars because I feel like every few years I'm going to want to watch this. Uh-huh. Oh. I would fuck Ice Pirates because I feel like Ice Pirates is a good one and done watch. Like yeah. it's a fun movie. I've seen. I've been. I've seen. I it's, don't know. I like think, I would watch it once and then I'd, I've, I've seen, seen Ice it. Pirates like a bunch of times. I can't I fucking love Ice Pirates. A movie that has not only booby ladies, <laughs> but even the ships got tits. Like that's 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 the one yeah, you, you fuck need right to there. fuck this movie, Dan. You fuck this movie. No, but yeah. I want to revisit this movie over time for. <laughs> Like again and again. You don't, yeah. don't want to just have a one night stand. Yeah, I think Ice Pirates for me it would be like that's a really fun movie. But if I only saw it once, once, yeah, I could be done with it. And then Star Wars, I would kill just because I've had it a lot of Star Wars. I can mm. move on from Star Wars. I love it now. Yeah, mm. but of those, what would you guys do for Mary? Fuck kill. Well, I would marry Star Wars because yeah. I mean, aside from this game, 
I would marry Star Wars <laughs> if I could. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I would fuck this movie because of all the uh, yeah. sexy spaceships. And you would kill ice pirates. I would kill ice pirates oh because every time I think about ice pirates, and I love ice pirates. Yeah, that's so good. But every time I think about it, I think about like the weird alien with like the weird tongue or something like that. Yeah. And it would, like lick somebody and it just grosses me out. <laughs> so right. If I have to kill ice pirates, I will yeah. fucking do it. What about you, Greg? I'll probably marry Star Wars. Yeah. I'll probably fuck Battle Beyond the Stars. And you know what? I'm going to fuck ice pirates too and I'll kill anybody who has a problem with it. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> nice. So, uh, I don't know if you prepared an answer for this, but uh, this is another throwback to the time. What did we learn? What did oh, yeah. you learn? I learned that anytime I'm going in for an interview, I'm just going to say that I'm going to add tits to something in hopes to I, get hired. Not <laughs> bad. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, it'll get you. Uh, James Cameron style. Yeah. I learned, and I'm very serious about this. I, I, I cannot stress this enough that I want people to do this. Go find still images or just watch the movie. Richard Thomas's face. Yeah. He is <laughs> Scarlett Johansson. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Travel it's not through just time. like, yeah. oh, it kind of looks like it is. I'm going to check it out. <laughs> they are the same dude. I think I learned if I'm ever going to fly around in a ship and threaten some people that I'm going to take over their planet, I can't threaten them with just a uh, regular converter or a pretty good converter it's gonna yeah. be a stellar converter oh yeah, yeah. That <laughs> stellar, bro. <laughs> that thing. i laughed every time they said that the stellar converter get the very good converter <laughs> is that good enough yes or could uh, it be stellar yeah don't fuck with us this is the our best converter <laughs> we've See, got five thing? converters and this is hands down the best <laughs> well we should listen to some music then hey, why not yeah we get uh, we get some song we each uh, throw in a song to the playlist and now all of these picks are related in some way to August of 1980, whether they That's were right. released then or however we wanted to theme it. You want to go first, Greg? So now, again, we'll have a few other songs on our, our playlist here, and you just got to have a, a track you're all about. Um, and from a B-side, a, nice. sing, a B-side from a single uh, uh, that came out uh, this year, uh, Adam Ant's Physical. Yo, so, fe, se, co! Nice. Which I think the first time I heard it actually would have been the Nine Inch Nails cover. Uh, there was like track ninety eight or ninety nine on the EP Broken, mm. which I still think is the finest uh, Nine Inch Nails release, my yeah. favorite. But the, you buy it on CD, and then there was just like it's only six tracks, but then it was like empty, 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 and then ninety eight, ninety nine. Yeah, remember that dumb thing? People yeah, used it's to really, do? really annoying because I love the song and it was fucking awesome. Then I realized it was an Adam Ant tune. It was around that time period. Adam Ant had a comeback with that yeah. wonderful song. I had uh, Ant music and nice. uh, Kings of the Wild Frontier yeah. and stuff when I was a, a younger fella. I quite like Adam Ant. Great shit. Totally. But, and this song is uh, once I realized it was his version and I got my hands on it. I not that not, nothing wrong with the Nice Jones ones. I love it, but I fucking love this tune. And it's really different for him because it's grimy and it's got this pulsing thing and it's kind of menacing and it's just so fucking. Good. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know why it wasn't rules. on the album initially, you know. Um, what but, was the single that it was on? So it's the B-side to Doggy Dog, which is a fine song, but it's yeah. a much better song. <laughs> Just great. And I, I've always liked Adam and the Ants, the cool, weird band. Yeah. Uh, lots of fucking solid-ass hits. Yeah. And yeah, and he had a nice little weird comeback in the 90s and just kept going. He's a, a, it deserves a second look if you only, if you kind of think you know what's going on. The albums are good. Yeah. yeah. Check out the Nine Inch Nails version as well. It is, is excellent. 
just excellent. But yeah, it's a great song, and it seems uh, out of character for the rest of his stuff in, in a very, very good way. Nice. Love it. I'll go next. I am putting a song on the playlist by a band that I am, for listeners of Time Bandits, a longtime defender. I uh, always push for people to check out this band mm-hmm. because they have a reputation for being a novelty act, but I love the B-52s. Oh, because they're I great. love their first two records and other records of theirs as well, but those first two records are amazing. Their second album, Wild Planet, came out this month in 1980 in August, so the song I picked is Give Me Back by Man. which is sung by Cindy Wilson in an incredible vocal performance. And I think that uh, Ricky Wilson's one of the great guitarists of all time, incredibly underrated. People just don't talk about how phenomenal and innovative he was as a guitarist and what he did for this band. Could never have been replaced when he passed away. But uh, I love the B-52s. Give You Back My Man is just such a phenomenal, phenomenal song. That's about it. It's nice. just wonderful. I love it. Mm. And if you think B-52s, as a listener, if you just think they're a funny novelty 80s, 90s thing, you know, go listen to those first two records. Yeah. They're fucking amazing. Remarkable. Yeah. And, and in particular, listen to what Ricky Wilson did on those two records. Mm. It's unreal. Unreal. So yeah, Give Me Back My Man is on the playlist. Casey? I am talking about... Uh, a song that, for me, I shouldn't love this song. For some reason, I do. I am picking up uh, The Clash mm-hmm. uh, song, Bank Robber. It's a great fucking song. It's a great song. Now, I'm not a big, I'm not big into kind of like, reggae as it is yeah i'm also not big into reggae tinged things <laughs> things that kind of like co-opt reggae and then like do something stupid to them so but but this i think is that exception because and the song is meandering a little mm-hmm. it's like a five minute song yeah. not um, a lot of changes in it not a lot but of changes which vibe. is a reggae yeah. thing which yeah. is part of what i don't like about reggae but it's got such a cool cool vibe and it's it's filled up with a lot of like kind of filthy reverb and Mm -hmm. joe strummer and it's it's captivating or at least interestingly atmospheric all the way through yeah it was uh and never should have been an album track. It was not an album track. No, yeah. It was a single that was later relegated to Black Market Clash, yeah. which yeah, is like their, compilation uh, like a thing. compilation yeah. thing. It was just one it was just a song that was put out as a single that yeah. was just out there. Yeah. Didn't really do that much. It got to number twelve on uh UK charts. Yeah. Uh, otherwise didn't really do a ton for them mm-hmm. uh it was just like a cool little thing that yeah. just kind of a cool little satellite that existed i th- I don't think i had heard it until you picked it for this episode oh really mm-hmm. yeah wow. and because i like the clash a lot yeah. i've heard all their albums but i'm not i don't, haven't dove into everything they've done or their mm-hmm. compilations and stuff so i was surprised First of all, that it was so reggae tinged, and I was yeah. like, "Oh, Casey's Indian, yeah. it's okay." Yeah. Then, yeah, I know it's surprising. Yeah, and then yeah. I listened to it, and I was reading about it, and the idea that it was just a single, and and they never put, there wasn't on any albums and stuff. I was I was very intrigued by it. Yeah. Yeah, but it's, it's rules. Yeah. It's great. Yeah. It's very cool. It yeah. was the first Clash song I ever heard. 
Interesting. Well, that oh. I, when I knew that I was listening to The Clash, yeah. I, I, you know, just by being alive, you're aware of. Yeah, yeah. Should I stay or should I go? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And I was watching much music, and it came on video, for whatever yeah. reason, and I just fucking loved it, and it led to me buying a Clash album for the first time. I bought Combat Rock, because I couldn't find the song. Yeah. You know, that, yeah, there was course. no Wikipedia. Yeah. You, know, you just had to go yeah. to the record store and look, and I was looking at all the Clash cassettes, and it's not on anything, and I'm like, well, I like that, and I want this. More of that. You know? <laughs> yeah. So, uh, and I, I think I must have recognized the title of Should I Stare or Should I Go, so I yeah. went for oh, okay, yeah. Combat Rock is my first uh, Clash album, and, you know, hey, that's a pretty good record. Yeah. <laughs> it's, a, it's a good record. Yeah. It it's not be, one of the, it's not it one of the best Clash, least but favorite it's a good get you into the Clash yeah. record. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's, I, it's a pretty accessible record. Yeah, when you're like 15 or 16 or whatever, it, you know. Yeah, fine. I guess London Calling would have been a lot of people's, but I, I do also feel like that was one I saw around a lot was Combat, Combat Rock, Rock, and yeah. I, got, I got it on vinyl when I was younger. Like, oh, The Clash, yeah. okay, Combat it's, Rock. It's where yeah. you start. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I yeah. think that if you're like a big Clash fan and you don't say Sandinista is your favorite, yeah. right. you're not a real Clash fan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. uh, I like the triple album. <laughs> yeah, but fuck that nonsense. London Calling is a perfect album. Yeah. Yeah, rules. And the first one. Yeah, yeah and Give Them Enough Rope is uh, yeah. uh, Listen, they're all spotty, very good, but is fucking for, brilliant. Yeah. All right. Well, yeah. check the notes for our link to the Spotify playlist and listen to that and those three yeah. and more. Lots of good music to listen to. That's right. And watch Battle Beyond the Stars. You should. Yeah. 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 Check it out. Yeah. Totally. It stars Scarlett Johansson as <laughs> Richard Thomas. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And we'll be back next episode with something else from 1980. Yeah. So yeah. Uh, we got to go back so, in time, right? Yeah. yeah we got to go back to the present. Okay. Yeah. Hop in my DeLorean. Whee! <laughs> We're back. Uh, All right. Very nice. If you want to follow us and find us online, as we mentioned earlier, go to anchor.fm slash time dash bandits. Mm-hmm. Or we are on Twitter still as Time Bandits Pod. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I believe you can also search Time Bandits on Facebook and you'll find us there. Mm-hmm. But you can also search Time Bandits on Spotify. The episodes will go up there if you're mm-hmm. a Spotify user. Mm-hmm. But yeah, other than that, nice to be back, fellas. Yeah, yeah pretty good, yeah. good stuff. Very. We nice. don't know what our next uh, movie's going to be, right? No, no, not yet. No. But we did ask people for a list of stuff um, through a voting kind of scenario. So we do have kind of a list of of potential next episodes. So yeah, we'll have to be back in a month. All right, what's our sign off for this show? <laughs> did we have something? I don't remember. Was there a thing? I don't know. Mm. Who does it? I think I think uh, we just kind of said some stuff and then, and then we're like see you later. just kind of like and then just go. fell apart. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of like what's happening right now. Yeah. <laughs> Very nice. It's like no time has passed. Yeah. Okay. Later in time.
Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.